0: podcast where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Could you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast podcast. Episode number 59, I am your humble host, Mr. Thompson, bro. along with the pastor.
1: Pastor Kayla Winley, guys, how y'all doing out there? This is soprano. the soprano.
0: I, I got my soprano up there. I, I got up that. there. I, I got up there I this time. I heard that, brother. I got up there this time. I heard you that got that a time. Special, yeah. Yeah, I know, everybody heard that. <laughs> we got a special show for you today. We got a special guest for you today. Before we get started, like we always do, hey, like, subscribe, send us a review. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit the notification button. So this way, when we go up, you know about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. And to to, to, to round things off, go to the website. Mm Mm-hmm. Sign up for the newsletter so you can get all the pertinent news that that only comes from the show, but also right. information that's going to help your church grow in knowledge. So, Thanks, today's topic is it goes goes hand in hand with the guest. Yeah, today's topic is called "Be a Problem Solver." We like got that. the engineers, engineer in the house. Yeah, the engineers. This is, engineer. this, is this is the engineer. The engineers <laughs> say this is the, he's he's the engineer. So this is the engineer's engineer. Like your musician's musician, you know, your mama's daddy. Like this is the engineer's (laughs) engineers. (laughs) So I'm going to let my illustrious guest. Yeah. I'm going to let my, no, I'm going to let my, I'm going to let my, my great co-host bring in. Yeah. Our illustrious guest.
1: All right. like my brother said we have the engineer to all engineers i like to introduce to you right now frank brown jr who has been audio engineer for ziggy onyx Supercat, tracy lee my dude red fox screech it on joe 3lw imagine and destiny's child now now don't think that you know that this is the church sound podcast. So don't think oh well, he he only did all this 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 secular stuff. No 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 no. He has done incredible events for the body of Christ during COVID. We're gonna talk about that a little bit. But he also mixed for CNBC, WNET, MTV, VH1, ESPN, all the letter C- all the networks, Network, all the letters. Hollywood. Come the on, Alpha, I'm saying Univision. W L I W and N J. pack people. If I could get you, if this was a an auditory, and I see. Stand to your feet for the engineers, engineer Frank Brown yeah. Jr. Oh, bro. Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, thank you, man. Thank you. I
2: blessed. Not you. A you That was that Louis <laughs> that's that's the dilution version. <laughs> the bridge. The bridge. The cliff. The, bridge,
0: the bridge version. <laughs>
2: Uh, brother, thank you for being show. on the show, man. Thank you, yeah, man. Thank you, man. Thank yeah, you
1: for, for having
0: me. For real. We are well. Uh, well, uh, if you're watching, you can see in the background of my brother Frank Brown Jr. I had to make sure so I, I had a Jr. because I don't, you know, his, you know, he told me about the stories about his pop before. Okay. So I had to make sure that he, the, the real Jr. gets the credit for the show, not just Frank
1: Brown.
2: <laughs> God, God rest his soul because he'll still take my credit. He don't care. <laughs> he don't care. That's what's up. Nah.
1: Before, they, we, yeah. before
0: we jump into it, let's pay some bills real quick because yep. this is going to be a great conversation. So everyone, yeah, is. buckle in. Let's this, this, this thank our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, the hottest podcast yep. studio in New York City. If you are doing anything with your podcast, you want professional sound, you want podcast, you want audio, video, post production, mm-hmm. and a great location downtown manhattan to record your podcast hit them up metropodcast.com for all of your podcasting needs they are a minority owned company so yep. make sure you yep. go and check them out metropodcaststudio.com so you know what we do every week yep. those of our new listeners we do this thing called sunday school those of our our subscribers you know that our sunday school is it's is, is quite an event yes it is and we have a guest minister at hand we have a guest we have a guest at hand so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen boys and girls cats and dogs of all ages let's get ready for sunday <laughs> school yeah what are your three points sir i i just need my whatever how many points you got we going to pick <laughs>
1: yes sir so you <laughs> drop it on us
2: you want me to drop, I mean, drop, drop them on, on I want you to drop it on it. Give us the point.
0: Give us the point. All right. <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> OK. Uh, Come on. Stop.
2: <laughs> 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 See, it's all it's all funny to me, but uh, I'm trying to get you, you know, I'm, I'm going to drop. I'm going to drop them on you. Did, first one, did you really bring that?
1: Hmm. OK.
2: Or did you really bring me that? OK. Wow. wow. OK. OK. Don't you see that I'm busy? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um boy (laughs) Now I'm gonna give you this one as well. Um how can you how can you possibly know as much as me if you hired me? Just saying, why you know I, I know I gave you that A bridge version So I mean You've got you got three there and, I, and there's a learning one That I That I always appreciate Because it's What I use When I go to um, <clears throat> Talk to Or train Other engineers At other Locations For church Specifically mm-hmm. uh, And that's The first thing I'll tell them Is you're You're not In the service You're of the service Exactly Wow
1: So Man, I'm, I'm- uh, you know they,
0: they all sound i'm stumped bro they all sound like it's a it's, it's a stick of dynamite connected to each <laughs> one of them
1: it's like <laughs> exactly it's
0: like i can hear it in the <laughs> background, <I> <laughs> ready me, to blow pick up pick me pick me pick me so <laughs> i'm gonna go with Okay. Did you really bring that to me. That's what I. That's what I want to
1: hear. Mm, mm, mm. What, 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 did you really what? bring that to me. Did you really? I like that. Yeah. 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 I like you that. You sure? I wanna that, yeah. I want to sure. see what that's about. Yeah. Yeah. For okay, sure. Okay. There you it is. Really bring, it. bring that to
2: bring me. bring that
0: to me for forty nine ninety nine. Stay is yours, sir.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, um, I was mixing, and that was about a year in. At Agape Family Worship Center in in uh, Rawway, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> we know that we know that that church moves uh, in different ways. Exactly. Due, due to due to the praise, I mean, what's going on? That is early. This is early. I'm mm-hmm. talking. If you know, and I know you guys know Agape Family Worship Center because you talked to. Huh my my boss there, Lauren Dawson, right. um, and I was the head audio engineer there for six years, and then I left, and actually I'm back there now because they they had lost some guys, not due to COVID or anything, but they're moving okay. away. They lost two audio engineers and it takes about three for every service. Uh, wow. And they, so I'm there, and I'm big band, as you know. Huge band, you know you've got praise and worship going so you've got the band we've got the band we've got at that point we used six praise and worship singers plus a lead seven vocals i'm mixing that's what i do and someone comes down to me and this kind of ties into don't you see that i'm busy but that's (laughs) another story I'm mixing arms spread across the console. I'm mixing, I'm paying attention. Someone comes up and taps me on the shoulder, and I look and I say, you know, I'm like, yep, what's up? You know, how can I help you? And I'm watching because you got to keep your eyes up Exactly, there, right? yeah, yeah. I can't really turn and say, yeah, well, so what's going on? You know, like, exactly. Like, like, <laughs> right, right. To let the boat steer itself, you know? <laughs> right, right. And in this case, it's a cruise ship. Man, this is a big band. This is not this is not a rowboat. It's right. a cruise ship. Agape family wow. one ship center is a cruise ship, man. So the person says, and they, <laughs> I'm trying to see if I have something that is small that can show sure. the person hands me a little square. The square says, this is <laughs> I'ma say the person's name. This is BB's music. Okay. I said, Excuse me? I'm mixing. This is BB's music. He said it's track four, two, and two, four, seven, Oh, and gosh, I hate like, when it happens. Lord Jesus. I'm like, excuse me? Cause I I really can't hear. Like, I'm right. I'm up here. I'm 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 of the yeah. service. I'm not right. in the excuse me? This is B I said, BB who? <laughs> <laughs> this means nothing to me at eight forty. Right, of course. 10 minutes after we started praise and worship, that means nothing to me. B.B. who? B.B. Wine? I'm looking through the paperwork or something. B.B. <laughs> Wine is supposed to be here? I didn't wear glasses at the time, so I didn't need to wear glasses. This was years ago. I mean, it was like eight years ago. I'm like, B.B. Wine is coming? They're like, yeah. Hands me, not an iPod. But the iPod Nano? Oh, oh my God. My gosh. What? I don't even, I own an iPod, the black one with right, the. Right, right, I yeah, right. Yeah, my wife had the Nano. Yeah, yeah. I know
0: exactly what
2: you're talking about. Yeah, the Nano <laughs> is just a little circle.
1: It's a little square with yeah, the circle? With the, yeah, with the and little with a button in the middle. With that little dial on it.
2: I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh my goodness. I'm like, now, now I gotta get a pen, <laughs> I gotta get a piece of paper, cause <laughs> write down the tracks. And I'm like, but we, no one told me this. I know, and that person turned around and walked away. So I'm like, we didn't rehearse this, nothing. Wow. Once again, let's talk about being perfect, but there's no preparation. That's another podcast. That's all. You write that one down right. for some. If you want to bring me back, that's on you. No, you no, you're coming back. So oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely,
0: definitely. You write yeah, that, that down, Pastor. Write that yeah, down. Pastor. I got that. Take, take, take copious notes.
1: I got that. Copious.
2: You want perfection without preparation. 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 That's right. Okay. Mm. Now, I'm like, whoa. Now I'm more nervous. I'm nervous now. Just be bb one It's not, you know. So I'm like, oh god, now I gotta get my eighth inch, but now I gotta figure out how to navigate this thing, and I've never used it before. And it right. has no screen on it. And no screen. It's got no screen. I don't know how this thing works. Once again. So now I'm I have to during praise and worship, I actually did not have an eighth inch connected. So I have to take one out of my bag, go behind, get up on the chairs in front of the console with my behind facing the stage. <laughs> what? I'm talking. And I'm connecting during Praise and Worship into this console. We were using the Allen & Heath 4100 at the time. That okay. 40, that 40 input. Album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 40 by 8. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Great console. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so I'm... I'm and and, and we're, honestly, we were maxed at the time. So I'm pulling something else out. I'm oh, like my CD gosh. player. I'm pulling oh, a CD wow. player out, making sure I don't drop those down to the floor in case I need that, in case oh. Fred Hammond shows up this uh-huh. afternoon. <laughs> with a seating you know like y'all just gonna surprise me like this This is what we're doing (laughs) so now i've got a total attitude in the lord's house i know i was wrong for that but i've got a total attitude so i connected now i figure out how to navigate during prison worship i don't know how how hot the tracks are nothing oh gosh no preparation so now I'm like, oh God, I'm praying to myself during praise work. Please, Lord, help me work work with me through this, Lord. I'm going to try to do my best, you know. I'm working with what I have, Lord. Wow. He gets, he gets up there. I get the first track up. I got to talk to my my monitor guy, make sure he's putting it where it needs I to be. Yeah, right, we right, don't know right, how much right. he needs. Right? right. Have no idea. We've had no preparation. And now. I hit the track. He gets through the first song. I hit the next one. It's not the correct track. He says oh, something. No. He says something smart. Not BB. So I'm gonna leave. That, that's where the story ends. Because I want to. I want <laughs> to. I want to stay in Lord's house with Yes.
1: So. Yes. Yes.
2: So. <laughs> I, I was Ooh. I was I was good after that, but I just he's like we going to get the, you know since you know something smart. Right. oh yeah 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 but of course it doesn't look good on me no. as if hey. as if I'd been at sound check this morning at seven thirty with him right.
0: Right. right right right
2: right right right, there you go wow you go. Sunday school Sunday oh. school you want perfection without preparation <laughs> really okay yeah
0: yeah I go through that every Sunday
2: Uh, yeah.
0: Oh. And we're gonna pray for you too. Please, please pray for yeah. me. Because <laughs> hey, you know, hey, listen, uh, hey, that band showed up at mm, sound checks mm-hmm. at nine, the band showed up at nine twenty.
2: Wow, wow. Service starts at ten right, thirty. Right. Right. And everybody played last night, so their ears are blown out. So now they need everything changed from when from Thursday's rehearsal. Right. Uh let's see. Yeah. Yeah. See, the, shout, the shout the shout goes right there. The shout goes <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
0: Uh, Was right there. So let's take it back to the beginning. How Uh, did this start for you?
2: I'm 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 a drummer first and foremost. Uh, My dad, he's a drummer. Actually, that's his album right there. Wow, not not the beige one, but the more greenish one there. Okay, Okay. that's one album he did. My dad played on a bunch of stuff. He played with a bunch of people. Um, He toured with uh, Sam Taylor and. Played with Miles and played with wow. uh, tempt- Temptations, Four Tops, Spinners, all kinds of people, but he was a j- he started in jazz um, early on. He, he was one of the first black drummers in the in local 802.
1: Wow, wow, that's awesome. Okay,
2: so he goes back he grew up in Harlem, and he was a drummer. So naturally, I started playing drums at five years old, and loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, and decided that that's what I was going to do. That's it. I'm gonna <laughs> play these drums. Started playing everything possible during grade school. Seventh grade, I auditioned for Manhattan School of Music and got accepted to Manhattan School of Music's preparatory division. So now I'm going to school six days a week. Most kids are going to school five days a week. I'm going to New York on the bus by myself. Seventh grade, um, I know most New Yorkers would be like, "Oh, there ain't no big deal to us." But yeah, well, I was from Jersey, right? That was That's my, a big I, deal. my father would teach me how to do it. My mother was like sh- shaking in her boots, but it was fine. Um, I was in New York every Saturday from eight to five studying. Wow. And I was there it, when I first arrived there. Regina Bell was there. Um, and what's funny is we lived, she lived in Englewood. I lived in Teaneck. I knew her brother Bernard, but I didn't know wow. her. Wow. I didn't know her. And what's interesting is I met her there. I would known her brother because we were in different talents. We, 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 he and I are closer in age. That's my man. Like we go way back. And then I met her. So she was studying there as well. And um, so, and there was not many people of color there. There was a lot of tons of Asians, a bunch mm-hmm. of other Caucasian folks. Um, and so the, the few black people would really hang together. Sure. And of course, all of us were pretty much in the jazz ensemble. Right. So I studied that. And then I went off to Lincoln University, and I, my major was music performance. So I'm still I'm playing. And my dad, is the reason why I'm even talking to you today. Let's be clear. I mean, my mother was totally supportive, but you know, that's what she did. But my dad is the reason why you guys have welcomed me to your show because my father called me in my sophomore year. Now I just played with Grover Washington, like about two or three weeks before my dad called, made this phone call to me. My dad didn't call me at school. My mom would call. You know, mothers call you regularly. Mm-hmm. Dad, when you get home, we. Rap, we talk and we hang out, whatever. He called me, so when he, ca- my, you know, so I, you know, this is way back. I didn't have a phone in my room; phones in the hallway. And right, I, right. <laughs> I get to the phone, I'm like, hey, how you, hello. He's it's my father's voice. I said, I said, "What's going on?" I'm thinking somebody's something's right. happening, right, Dad? What's up? Oh, I Just wanted to call you. What's up, Dad? Um, listen, um, I was thinking you need to find something else to do. What? What? Wow. You need to find something else to do, like something else other than playing, because, you know, it's different than when I came up. Times have changed. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm in my mind, I just got off stage with Grover two weeks ago. So I'm a 20 year old ego like this now. Yeah, 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 (laughs) exactly. What's this guy talking about? I'm on my way. Mike, I'm waiting. I thought this was Michael Jackson calling me, actually, (laughs) but that's cool. It's not. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? He says, well, you know, something else because times have changed. And this is is where the musician, the hip 60s, 70s, 50s musician always came out of. He said, man, because listen, this this cat's cooking down in the village. Mm. It's $60 a night plus tips. And I know how you like to eat. And I don't think that's going to work for you. Wow. So I'm like, In my mind, I'm like, I ain't going to play in the Village because Michael Jackson's about to call me. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky Miner, Jonathan Moffat, I'm taking their spot, bruh. In my mind. In my mind. Yeah, sure, sure. In my mind. And he said, all right, so listen, you need to think about that. All right, talk to you later, bye. Click. Hangs up. I'm devastated, honestly. I ain't shot, wow. but it, inside I was torn apart. So I, I started, because of the level of gigs we had done, we played at the Philadelphia Spectrum uh, for for Sixers games in between, wow. uh, you know, during the games, you know, just the entertainment in between the plays, you know, when they called timeout and stuff like that. With the jazz ensemble, Lincoln University jazz ensemble, Reggie Parker, the bass player that uh, from Brooklyn. He actually, that's where I met him was at Lincoln. We, 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 we uh we met there and we played side by side for four years. Um, wow, and he you know he played on all Hez's stuff, all how much you can bear, all those big songs, all those wrote all those lines. Um, so I'm like wow. So I go to this one professor, Professor Cooper, who actually was one of my professors, and he was the he taught he led up the uh, jazz ensemble. I said to him, you know, and I was always an audio file. I always liked audio equipment. I was actually a DJ, so I made money on campus DJing. I started DJing in high school when there was the crews and MCs. I'm a hip hop fan mm-hmm. all day long. So um, so I always had this interest, and my dad also had a heavy interest in audio equipment because uh, we had a den in the house that he had equipment in that he would just sit and listen to his music on good stuff, what was good then or you know, right. vintage now. Right. So I always had this interest. So I went to Professor Cooper, John Cooper, sax player, he's still around, matter of fact. He said, uh, I said, well, who are these guys that when we come to a venue, they're setting up the microphone stands, the microphones, they're, they're in some cases if it's a union house, they're bringing my stuff in and he said, well, those are stagehands, but the, he said, the guys you're talking about, I said, they run that board, you know, I didn't call it a console, and I didn't have any professional right. lingo. <laughs> uh, that board, <laughs> he's, the-, the soundboard." he said, oh, those are the audio engineers. And in my mind, and this is about three months later, I said, maybe that's what I'm interested in as well. So I took up, I took up, I I, I came home for one of my breaks. A family friend worked at WNET. He was a video engineer. Ken Crawford is his name. And uh, I was talking to him about my interest. He said, you know what, there's audio and television as well. You may be interested in that. I said, oh, yeah. So, He said, if you want to do an internship this summer, I can get you in. No problem. So I, once again, I tell young people all the time, you earn things by sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So that summer, I sacrificed my summer, hanging out, working somewhere, making good money. My parents said, look, you're not going to be able to go to the beach and all that stuff that all these other kids are doing. We got you for your clothes and your books and your tuition when you go back. But you should do this internship. That's good. So I was a little reluctant, but I was like, "Okay, did it, loved it." And this is the proverbial elevator speech that happened to me. That I worked in the in the tape library, which was in the subcellar. I was moving. You always move tapes from the third floor, which is the engineering floor, down to the subcellar or to editing bays where they needed blank, crystallized, what they call crystallized videotape, Mm -hmm. and to supply people or pick up the stuff that was being programmed or had been just uh, recorded. And we would log in the computer down there. I was bringing tapes down the hallway on the engineering floor. I passed my, my boss's boss, who was the head of engineering. His name was Nick Pavicevic. And I saw, I got to the elevator and he came right behind me and he said, cause he knew who I was. I did it two summers. The first summer I did it, I was only making 50 bucks a week. Let's talk sacrifice. Going to New York every day wow. for $50 a week. Not a day, a wow. week. Wow. But luckily, thank God for my parents and, and 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 you know my ability to listen to them. And then the second summer, somebody moved out of the one guy moved up to engineering scheduling out of the tape library. So my boss, who was my boss for the second summer, this is my sophomore summer, now my junior summer, he said. Hey, we got this guy coming back. We have an open slot. We're not going to fill it till September. Can we give him the salary that this guy Mm. Well, a salary? Wow. I was actually now getting paid and getting college credit. Wow. So now that's the blessing, right? Sure, sure. I'm learning. I'm getting paid. And I'm I'm getting college credit. Two credits. So now this guy comes behind me in my second. He says, you're Frank, right? I said yes. He says, I'm Nick. I said, Oh, sir, I, <laughs> I, know, who I you, know who you are, right? <laughs> yeah, I know who you are. I, you know, everybody <laughs> wants to be an engineer. Like, that's the goal. He says, Listen, the elevator doors open. This is the proverbial elevator speech, man. You gotta be ready. Right? Always be prepared. It's in the good book. We the door's closed. I walk in. He says, What do you actually want to do? I said, Well, sir, I'm very interested in being an audio engineer. He goes, really i said yeah he says i need more audio engineers he said all my engineers are video engineers editors camera people that was the big thing you know there's a glut there's a glory with being a camera person exactly yeah uh, you know certain mystique he said but i don't i don't have many uh, audio engineers he said how would you would you be interested in uh meeting the audio people who are here they do something called it's now called the the news hour but, um, it's called it was called the McNeil Laren news hour back then and he said I'll introduce you to them and you can sit with them and watch what they do every day you get off at five I said yes he said they take from they start setting up at five they go live from six to seven you can stay two hours you can watch them I said how many days a week can I do it sir he said as many as you want I said he said meet me at my office this afternoon and I'll introduce you to them boom my question to everybody I train or younger people that I speak to when I give speeches, I say how many days a week did I go? The answer is five days a week. Sure. So I went back to college in, 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 in August. And I got to know these people. And next thing I know, I was working side by side with them. Um, I got offered a job there uh, before I graduated. I graduated on May 7th, 1989. I, I started working there like the 24th of May. Wow! Wow. So, wow, that's the perseverance and just, just, just the uh, the sacrifice that I tell people about all the time. You, you, you got to do it, right? Wow. Got to do it. I, you know, I tell my sons the same thing, you know, and anybody who will listen. Wow, wow. But my dad is the reason why I'm able to talk to y'all on that one phone call. Uh, <laughs> and before, wow. And hey, luckily, I made him proud before he passed. That's why he loved taking credits. If I did a, a TV show and they only put Frank Brown. And he watched it. He would see a lot of shows I did. He called me and said, "Hey man, that's a great show I did." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> oh man, that show with such and such. You name all the people. I said, "Oh man." He said, "Yeah man, they credited me. It was great." <laughs> 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 Left off the junior. Yeah, so that's why I, I make sure that's on, man. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, what that's do you think funny.
0: the biggest difference
2: with mixing
0: TV when you when you when you look at the other? Avenues, front of house, studio. Like, what do you think the 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 biggest thing you've learned that that you've taken with you?
2: Well, you said the difference. The difference. The difference and the what have
0: you taken with you
2: from it? All right. Well, it's funny. Um, the difference is, I mean, there's different aspects of TV that I've mixed. I've mixed a ton of what I would call talking head shows, especially for PBS. I've done documentaries. I did the Jim Henson documentary that uh, about Sesame oh, wow. Street. Um, as in the field, so I learned field mixing as well. And that's the bare bones, like because you're out in the field and you you gotta know how to work with minimal equipment. Like there's no you know there's no bells and whistles, there's no racks and stuff. I mean you can't see my rack right here. Right, right. No racks is no there's no you gotta know how to get that signal to tape clean. That's you've good. gotta know how to you've gotta know how to boom. You've gotta know how to place mics if it's gonna be overhead. You gotta know how to place lavaliers on people so that they're nice and neat and run the cables and know how to approach somebody to put a lavalier on them. You can't just run up on somebody and start feeling on their body. Right. I had this little spiel that I would, this little speech that I would tell people as I walked up to them holding the lob and the pack in, if they were wireless. But the biggest thing that I've taken away that I used, well, I'm sorry, the differences are, are huge. TV is still a different medium altogether than live concerts, unless it's a live concert for TV that you're mixing with right, music right. as the music mixer um, or the front of house person for that concert for television. Television in itself, in most cases, is news. I've done a ton of news for NJTV News. I started that network. PBS sent me out to Jersey to start up the NJTV network, which is the New Jersey mm-hmm. faction of, of PBS. Um, Sorry, that was nine years ago. And, um, I worked for them straight until COVID and then they, they kind of shut down. They're still working. That's whole other story. But, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot more laid back, but it still has the same intensity because there's, there's the, the, the need to get it right. And they also rely on you to be that person saying, look, something's wrong. We need to stop. If it's pre-tape, even if it's live, sometimes live, you got to stop. We, you know, how I many things have you done live that you had to stop and kind yeah. of or figure some things out. Now, the one thing I've taken away from television that I apply regularly is uh, something that one of my mentors, his name is Peter Carl. He's still around. He's he. I talked to him a couple weeks ago, actually. Incredible studio engineer um, and live. But he mostly, he got out of television and really focused on his studio stuff. Opened a place in Brooklyn. But what I took from television and I applied to live is my game structure. Mm-hmm. He taught me really de- He de- dove deep into game structure and showed me how to really structure my game so that you know what you don't have to use these gates to worry about um, feedback if you structure this game correctly. That's true, and that's what I learned. And I started applying it differently. I mean, not differently, but I started applying it to live, where a lot of Cats were mm. not when I show up at places that look at their game. I'm talking about professional guys. I'm not talking about just any old church huh. and it's huh. like, oh wow, look how much that game is open and how small, you know, how how this fader is so low on,
0: on right, the console. Right. Right. right.
2: right. Unity um, wack, where are you? <laughs> right. There's no such thing here. I'm talking about the fact that he would I, I started applying that and found that it really helped me live I need more gain, more gas, I so will go up to the top. But um, it, that's the one thing I took from television and started applying live. That's awesome. Wow, wow. Wow, It's amazing. So when did Better you start so, mixing live? Like when okay. did that happen for you? That happened because a friend of mine named Fred Crawford, he's uh we grew up together and then he started managing. And he was, uh, I, was I was still at WNET full time. I was there from 89 to 96. With that big layoffs. That's where I started working for myself as a freelancer in 96. But 92, I'm still on staff there. Once again, I came out of college with a minor in audio, a major in music performance. Mm. And quite honestly, making like $48,000 as a 22-year-old in 1989, <laughs> oh, dang, I, I was doing it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: But I was hardworking, you know. I, I, I even I like to say I earned that. But um, I Fred was managing a group called Jiggy. Harlem Cats, one guy from Brooklyn, uh, and they were doing shows. Hip hop was king then. This is 1992, so Fred was managing them. I would roll with Fred to these shows. One show we were doing a place called Broadway Manor, and then you know people were going off dats. They were they were performing off dats. They wow, dats. Wow, wow. <laughs> right. And the DJ was you know controlling the small console. They had the group needed four microphones. They were ready to go. The and the, the the host announced them, and they had a hot song. I mean they they had this, they had two hot songs out that were just ridiculous, and. He announced them, and the DJ pressed the button for the dat to start, and nothing happened. So we Fred and I are standing there, and he's the manager. Like so, he starts to freak out because now you know these these hip hop crowds are relentless. Still, you know yeah. they're not. They they came. They paid their seven dollars and fifty cent to see this group. They want this seven dollars <laughs> and <laughs> fifty cent.
0: Right, right You right, know right.
2: shows weren't expensive then, and. He's like, yo, man, can you can you go there? Help him! Help him! Because he's nothing's happening. I'm talking like, you know, it was probably a minute went by, but you know, on stage time, it felt like three oh, yeah, hours. Yeah, three hours. Yes. Yeah. Right. So they're yeah. freaking. They're looking stupid. I he ushers me up to the stage. The security knew who he was at that point. Let him up there. He knows what he's doing. He's an audio engineer. I go up, and this is no lie. Some people have never heard this story. But I, I, I revealed it because it's nothing to hide. I, I ducked down. The rack was beneath, you know, by the DJ's knees. I pressed the open door for the for the tape. It slid out. I picked it up. I looked at it. I opened the transport. You know, you press the little button. Nothing, oh, yeah, yeah. Little, it just, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It sure wasn't bound up. I put it back in. I pressed play. It slid back in. <laughs> boop, 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 boop.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: he, Amazing. At that point, he was like, what'd you do? It doesn't matter. I'm going to talk to the, they were on Polygram Records. I'm going to talk to the label tomorrow. I want to see if you can start traveling with us. Wow. He called them. I had a representative call me like the next day. Hey, how much would you charge? And I'm making plenty of money doing television. They're doing these spec tours. Remember, spec tours—they oh, go out Thursday to a Saturday, right. Thursday, lo- Friday to a Sunday, Lord, right? And there'll be five different acts on the stage wherever you went. So I started. I had so much time by that time, from eighty-nine and ninety-two. I'd never taken a vacation. Wow, I was a young dude working my way up. I was the youngest of seventy-two engineers on that staff and black. Okay. Wow. So I'm taking all this overtime. I'm taking all this. And I was trying to work my way up the, up the ladder. Quick story. My accountant, my second year, when I went to do my taxes, he opened the envelope. He looked at me. He said, what are you doing? I said, what do you mean, what am I doing? He said, now remember, I, I, I came out making 43000 Wow. Second, the second year, when my, my tax guy looked at my taxes, he said, you made $80,000. Because of overtime, I was taking everything. But of course, the government took most of it. So he was mad. Like, yeah, you yeah. you oh, got
1: to right. buy a house.
2: You got to buy. I said, man, I'm 22 years old. I'm not thinking. That. Exactly. Like, I live at home with my mother, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm yeah. having a good time. So anyway. Amazing. Um, so when the label called me, they said, well, how much would you charge? I said, I don't know. Give me $50, dollars a show. They only had a 20-minute show. And I just enjoyed being there. And I started using my vacation time, my sick days. I'm not, my vacation time and personal days to travel with them Thursday to Saturday. And I'd only use like two days in wow. a week. And I was still getting money per show and having a great time and making all these other connections that you just rattled off from Jiggy alone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. People don't understand oh. like 90% of everything is is who you know.
2: Oh, everything. It yeah, is. Absolutely. It That's is everything. But it you is. also have to qualify yourself. And that's what I tell people. This is true.
1: Because they can know you, but don't know what you carry. You know what I'm saying? And that's important.
2: And they have to trust you. Right. That, that That's why one of my points was, you really are going to tell me you know as much as me, but you hired me to do this. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, that's all my right. thing.
0: So <laughs> how, did, how did um you being a musician help you be an engineer?
2: That's. Not just, an, not just a musician, but um, a studied musician. So I knew about theory and where voices should sit when you mixed voices. And that was my edge. And where and we're drums, like, I'm a drummer, so I know where those drums should sit. Not mm-hmm. being biased and not want to hear the drummer more. Because some drummers you hear, you don't really want to hear more.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Name shall be... <laughs> nah,
2: that, see, that's another, that's another show. <laughs> that's another show. You know what I'm saying? Because you, 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 so I, I was a study musician. So that gave me a huge edge on a lot of other engineers who were just technical. Wow. Who learned it in school. I knew music. I know music. So when I started mixing just voices and a track, that was easy. Oh, pff, no problem, I can make this, I'm going to cue this track a little bit more, make it really bang, mm-hmm. and yeah. then I'm going to put these voices where they need to be. Then it right. became live stuff. My 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 first, oh, was that my first, my first big live uh, tour was Joe. Okay. As far as band, big band, right. larger band. That wasn't big, but it was a good size band. It's like a five-piece band. I remember right, that. right but we were also sequencing.
1: Along and, with wow. the-
2: That was and new then. Yeah. It, it was very new and the MP was not- This in the 60 or the 62? It was a 60. Okay. MPC 60. That was the numero uno, that was the first one. Yeah. But boy. We boy, I think was that. Itchy, boy. Well, we weren't using that. Let me tell you how we sequenced Joe's stuff. <laughs> um, another mentor of mine and good friend, um, Everett Ramos studio engineer. When I was on the road with Joe, um, Joe wanted the sequence, but I ended up bringing Everett on because I knew he was a studio engineer so he could figure this out. He knew the NPC like the back of his hand because he learned from Ivan Doc Rodriguez, DJ Doc. Right. Because they worked at Powerplay Studios together. and So Doc was a mentor of Everett's. And I brought Everett on as my assistant. Everett said, this is what we'll do. We'll use DA-88s, uh. but in, on the rider, we would need four DA-88s and he would load those suckers in. And oh, you guys are cheating. Once <laughs> you press play on the DA-88s and they locked yeah. up, the show That's would start. It. Yeah. It was to the end. There's no stopping this thing. There's now. no
0: interlude. There's no segue. It's no, 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 It's, it's going to run for 25 minutes and the show is 25 minutes. <laughs>
2: No deviation. And wow. luckily, they never gave us a problem, knock on wood. But that's yeah, amazing. that's how we sequenced Joe's All That I Am tour. Wow. I started with that, with that as well. It was just him and background singers and dancers. But then that's what it ended up. The end of the tour was all, the All That I Am sh- album. Uh, I did that. And that's how we sequenced that.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. D-A-88. Wow. How did well,
1: you make the transition from I guess what 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 the church would coin secular to into the church how how was that and how was that transition for you?
2: Well, that transition didn't happen as an engineer. That's yeah. that that transition. I used to play in churches when I was younger before drums and stuff were really allowed in the church. There's some progressive churches, First Baptist here in Englewood, New Jersey. They mm-hmm. would call me in for Easter or Christmas and. Okay. Bring a bass player in and we play with the organist and we do things like that. But that wasn't big then, right? I was young. I was before I went to college. Okay. It was probably grade school. The transition came when my mother became the head of trustees at a church in Hackensack called. We're talking about real Catholicism type yeah, 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 services. Yeah. So it <laughs> was just yeah. pipe organ. That was it. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah. right. All okay. So, what happened was they needed um, some work. My mother's like, the system in there is a problem. I need you to come check in. All okay. right. So I go over and I meet the pastor. Oh, I'd been there. I'd been. I'd started going. I wasn't going every Sunday. I was. I was out on the road and stuff. So when I was in oh, town, sure. I'd go sit in the, in the pews. And was like, we have a problem. You need to fix it. There's no way I'm gonna let this go on any longer. And I got someone like you. You know. All right. I go. I work on the system. The organ player was there, a guy named Eddie Jamat, who is out of Brooklyn, Queens. He's part of the whole Brooklyn, Queens contingent, you know, uh, and great player. And I work on the system. I'm done. The pastor comes in, and he starts playing. So I actually sit down. Eddie left, wow. and the pastor started playing. I would sit down on the drums. He's like, because he said, I think he said, your mom told me you play drums. So it's like, yeah, he's like, yeah. So we said, yeah, I'm gonna sit down, and start playing. So I'm playing, and I'm playing, and he's like, hey, listen, our drummer sometimes is not here because he does gigs on Saturday nights, and right, <laughs> he may make it, he may not, right, <laughs> older cat. I'm like, he said, like, would, would you be able to feel feelin'? I know you show up when you're here. Um, could I call you maybe early on Sunday morning if he's not sure? I love to play, man. I'll play for free. Exactly. You know, like I tell these music. There's a time we played for free. There was no, hey, how much can you pay me? Right. You just went the church you play. Right. And you bought your drums. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You showed up early enough to bring your drums. <laughs> so I said, sure. I showed up one Sunday. And Eddie, the organist, had never heard me play. I sat down. There was another guy on bass, another cat on other keyboard. So I'm playing. I know a lot of songs. And Eddie's like, who's this guy? I saw him talking to the (laughs) bass player because he showed up a little (laughs) late himself. Who is this guy? You know, he's giving me the thumbs up. He's playing. He's killing. I'm playing. And at the end, he says, I appreciate you. They called me another Sunday when they thought the the drummer wasn't gonna be there, and he showed up, and I'm there. Oh, oh, oh. now you know how that goes, right? Whoa, yeah, right. drummers, oh man, musicians, it doesn't musicians, matter. right? Yeah, yeah. you sitting in my
1: seat, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the guy that came here, huh? Exactly, right? I heard about you.
0: I heard. I heard you were smoking. <laughs> I wasn't here, so okay. I'm gonna make sure I'm here now. Right. So he showed up, but he showed up late. We're in praise
2: and worship. This guy walks in. So I'm and you're playing. On, and you're on the set. I'm on the set. It's praise and worship, man. Service wow. has started. So I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm pl- i do the whole service. He gotta add, you can tell. He's fuming. I don't really care. You're not gonna do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have that thing right? Exactly. Now. <laughs> we can shake all day. <laughs> So um, I get up, you know, and I do a little extra spin on some things. You know, I ain't going to lie. Right, it? right, right, right. <laughs> it was twirling. I, right. I get up, I, I get up at, at the end of the service. He's like, can I speak to you, please? I'm like, yes. I, hey, man, listen, I just want to let you know. This is my gig. He's an older dude, too, so, you know, he was from that okay. school. Like, tell my dad, you, he was a little younger than my right, 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 right. <laughs> <Like, this, laughs> like, Listen uh, this is my man, this is my gig. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know when I'm gonna be here, but the thing is, when I show up, I need you not to play. I'm like, well, they asked me to play. I wasn't gonna not get up, I wasn't gonna get up in the middle of the song. We're going back and forth. The pastor comes over, it's like, both of y'all come into my office. Boom. Mm. He starts trying to tell the pastor what's gonna happen. Pastor, said, hold up. Now, I called him and I put him on a, somewhat of a retainer. Because I know how you sometimes do not right, show right, up. right right And today is a perfect example. You showed up late. So he laid into him. And I'm sitting there like this. <laughs> and that was it. Well, don't you know, <laughs> I'm in Bermuda no. with, with my wife a couple months later. And we were at a wedding. And my mother calls me and says, Frank, guess what? I'm like, what's up, ma? Everything all right? She's like, can't. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Ernie. I think his name was Ernie. Ernie died. <laughs> what? I said what? So he died. <laughs> Pass looking for you. See if you can play this Sunday. <laughs> I said, "Why they not even gonna leave the drums vacant? Like one Sunday, shine a light on it or something. You know, light a candle. Come, um, put some flowers on the snare uh... drum. Nothing." She was like, Pastor oh, called me, asked me if you were here. I said, Well, I'm not oh, going. Oh my play. god! And that's how I started playing in church. Now I know I'm taking up a lot of time, but no, no, no. Then I started. I was consistently mixing for churches at that time as well, but not in church because I never wanted to mix it. I mix all week long, and now I'm right. playing at this church on a regular basis every and, Sunday. And this your love? This is my love. And I'm right. doing like twenty dollars, twenty five dollars. I don't care. I'll right, be blessed. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. It wasn't about the money.
1: Huh.
2: Now, years go by. I'm there about three years. I go to another church. They did another church. During that time, I was mixing for Community Baptist where Lauren and Bernard and, right. and um, uh, I mean, all, you know, who else? Corey was there. Was there. Corey, Corey was there at the time. He was doing praise and worship and playing drums. And playing drums. Um. So, and like I said, so now, I'm, I, during that time I had been doing their larger their larger functions, Easter, Friends and Family, um Um you know, Watch Night, Christmas, when they mm-hmm. would go to a bigger location because they had a small oh. church at the time.
0: Right. and okay.
2: built the new church at this point. So Pastor Taylor would call me in and I'd mix with with the crew. I'd bring in, I'd crew the whole thing, bring in the full system wherever they were going. And or mix at Bergen Performing Arts Center for them when they rented that out. Okay. Right. And so Lauren, Bernard was trying to get me to come there full time. No, no, no. Then Lauren left, went to Agape, started trying. To eat. Lauren was after me for seven years. No, <laughs> I'm at this church. Yo, son, you know, I'm at this church. Oh, yeah, yo, yo, I'm like, Lauren, I hate you. I don't want to mix on Sunday. But well, finally, I started mixing at Agape on Wednesday nights. He's like, yo, how about Wednesday nights? We have, do we do Bible study, it's, it's you know, fine. I, I can do Sunday, uh, Wednesdays. Wednesdays I went, boom, I was there for a couple months. Then their head audio engineer who was mixing regularly, he left. Now they're like, yo, we don't we have, have it. Bro.
1: Wow, <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> You're already here. Uh, right. You already know wow. the blow. you already know the system. So yody, they, yody. Right. they made me an offer. I took it back to Vernon Walton, my pastor at the time, who I was playing at his church, Mount Calvary. And he. I, we sat down. And, you know, he's a dollars and cents, man. He understands. You know, he's a pastor. Right. He said, you mind me asking how much they paying you? I said, no, I'll disclose it to you. He said, I told him, he said, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> So he gave me his blessing, man, and I was at Agape six oh, years man. as the head audio engineer, um, and that's that's, that's awesome. that story. Wow, man, that's awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing.
0: Awesome. That's, amazing. Good. that's yeah. amazing. So let me ask you a te- let me ask you a tech question that I ask every engineer that's on the show. Don't get too techy on me. <laughs> it's not a tech question. It's a process
1: question. Okay. Yeah.
0: What is your sound check process? Like, how do you do your sound check? Uh, Where do in, you start? In church, period. In church different. anywhere. Like, what's your process? Is it different? Hold up. So, is it different from doing in church and doing on the road?
2: Absolutely, because on the road, it's a different venue every time. If you're traveling, right, right. right. So, it's a different process there, especially in when it was in the analog world. Oh, right? yeah.
0: So, tweaking a room is God,
2: totally different. My, my my process, first and foremost, and that. This is how I got Destiny's Child gig. I mean, we're here to tell stories, right? That's... Yes, yes. Like, like you yeah. might have stories, you'd be like, "Well, this guy, he was boring." Uh, all right, that's the end yeah, of we podcast.
0: stories. We had one of those before, but this is great. I'm sure.
2: <laughs> that's the end of our podcast. It's the shortest one ever. Thank you very much, Frank. You're done. This guy. Um, you, I, I, when I'm on the road, I assess the room by listening first and foremost to something that I'm familiar with. Something that I've mixed, something that I produced, because I've done a lot of produ- producing as well. Okay, so I'll put in something that I know. That's how I used to get remix work when I was on the road with the hip hop acts, because okay. that was the era, era, that was the area of, era of the remix, right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yep. So I would take the vocals from a group that I was working with, create a new track for it, remix it, mm. put it in in the wow. sound check so I could check the room. And so many times, and I can tell you the many, I would say about 10 times I've done remixes with people, and they been in the dressing room and heard their vocals on a different track and come back out like hey Frank, I think <laughs> come out on stage. This is the this is the act, like stop, wait a minute. What is that? And I said, oh, all little something I threw together, we gonna talk later, bro. We gonna talk later. <laughs> 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 and so, sometimes familiar. with So that's how I'm assessing the room for my ear. Then I'll put up if it's the band. If it's a band, you know, it's just really assessing the room so that I know what it's lacking, what it what it needs, mm. how bass heavy it is, how bass light it is.
0: Yeah, that can really fool
2: you, right? So I'm a, and you can't go with what's going to make you feel good, right? Right. You kind of come to a happy. You can't. It's not personal. You want to listen to your music. You come home, sit here, exactly, and listen to right. it how you want. You right. have to assess it that it makes sense. So I'm gonna listen from my from my vantage point, which is the mix, you know, position. And then at some point, when I feel it's right, if the band's up, if I got to mix up with the band, then walk down and see what's going on down below. Or if I'm already in the crowd, if it's a larger place, or even now, I mean, smaller. if it's a larger place and I'm down in the crowd, then I'm, I'm fine. But I'll walk right. behind me, up and around, and go upstairs. Not too high, because that, you can never satisfy everybody too high because they bought the cheap seats for a reason.
1: Right. <laughs>
2: exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to take care of the mez. I'm trying to take care of the floor. Mm-hmm. When it comes to church... If it's a weekly thing like I'm doing now, it doesn't really vary until the, the amount of bodies arrive. So true. So that's going to change it. So I know that that absorption it means a whole lot. It's yeah, that's a whole nother thing. So I'm going to start low, and as it as it gets soaked up and it feels different, feels more punchy to me in the room. Then I'm gonna push a little bit more, not necessarily low end, because I'm probably getting that low end because the bodies don't get that and take care of that frequency, so it's going to stay punchy but volume wise Right, roll back my subs that are on a you know on a, on a fader of their own, mm-hmm. and roll that back. So you put you uh, put your subs on on the aux, on the aux, yeah. But uh, like we're running the Pro Two, so it's on the mono fader. Okay, you know, so that that's how we're running that. But yeah, in most cases, it's on a, you know,
1: that's uh, good. On an aux.
2: But that way, um, so I'm listening. That once again, Destiny's Child. I was mixing Imagine. We were in this, we were in uh, Queens, Club Amazura. We arrived. They were the headliner. It, it, the, the, the the warm-up acts were sounding like garbage. Once again, I'm going to go in and listen while these other acts are on. I'm going to probably huh. get there before the act, my act even gets there if we're not traveling together, because that was a local show, so I was by myself. I'm going to listen, I'm going to listen, I'm going to listen, and it was really bad. I knew it was wrong. And I wasn't going to talk to any engineer. I'm, that's one thing I don't like to do. Um, I'm not going different an animal. Like
1: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, there's no sense to me. Say, hey man, why don't you do this? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, to
1: yeah,
2: right. Because now I'm a know-it-all.
1: Exactly.
2: You know, and and I've been. You know, there's been know-it-alls that have come to me, not knowing who I was and what I've done. And it t- I'm like, not nah, not really. Not unless the only person I'm really listening to is the person that brought in the system. Exactly. That head engineer, that's the person who knows everything. What's yeah, going to work for their system, right? Now that's the person you listen to. Okay, another engineer from another act—they could be sabotaging. You don't want to listen to them, exactly. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm mixing. And when I find when Imagine Gary go, I put on the track and I'm EQ and bop bop, 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 bop bop running back and forth on this EQ, cleared it up to the point when they got on. They were. They weren't through there. You know, we're all gonna do pieces of songs in the in the in the sound check. They weren't. They weren't through the first verse. And this man runs up on me. Hey, excuse me, can I talk to you? I'm like, yo, once again, <laughs> what are my points? Don't you see that I'm working? <laughs> right. Don't you see that I'm working? And he says, Hey, I'm like, hold on, give me one second. I'm trying not to be rude, but I'm working. Like I don't come to your job. Exactly. To your desk and start talking to right. you. Right. I don't take the squeegee so, out of right. your hand. Right. He said it's a squeegee. So, now I'm like, um, we get done with the sound check. He goes, hey man, listen, everything's, what did you do? It sounds so clean, so clear. Everything, I said, well, I made some tweaks to my, you know, for my group. He goes, listen, my name's Matthew. Uh, are you mixing for everybody tonight? I said, no. I said, mix it for Imagine. I'm with Jive. He goes, okay, would you miss for my group? I'm like, who's your group? I didn't wow. know who it was. So, thank God I wasn't rude. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I could be rude. Uh, like, we all I, can. We like all I can. said, I I'm, I'm, I got no problem being the bad guy. That was one of my points. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, um, yeah, who's your group? He says, Destiny's Child. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. I said, you have the tapes. I'll bring it right back to you. How much will you charge me? I was like, how, mo- how long is the how long, how long is the show? He goes, uh, today we're doing the 38-minute uh, show. I was like, give me 300 Not many people make $300 in 38 minutes. And uh-huh. I didn't need it, thank God, at the time. And I just thought it was not. I could have said 700 But once again, my thing is, let's make this connection. Right. right? I'm for the long haul. Right, 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 right. Short money doesn't work for me. I want long money. So he comes back, hands me three hundred cash. Boom! They're getting ready to do the sound check. No problem. So while he go back outside, I put their their dad in, and I'm listening on the main system because they were getting to sound check after us.
1: Right.
2: Well, the, the 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 um the promoter didn't promote well. They didn't have the back end money, so we're outside talking with them. Me, and he, and I are talking. We exchanged numbers. I still have his number in my phone right now, okay? And literally, we're talking, and then he says, we have a show tonight. We got to get out of here. He had his front-end money because they said that as a deposit. He leaves. And he he left, and I didn't know he left. So I called him the next day, and we left. We didn't do the show either. I called him the next day and said, excuse me, Mr. Knowles. Listen, I have your money. Um, You know, where could I meet you? Are you still in town? I'll bring you money. No, no, no. Hold on to that. You owe me a show. Not a <laughs> That's Not it, because No 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 was out then, and it was climbing big. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. The Reikleff remix mm-hmm. that was getting huge. Yeah, so I had the date Boom, boom, boom. I did about ten shows with them, and Latavi and Latoya started wanting to be lead singers and messed up everybody's money.
0: Wow. Wow. Well,
2: yeah. Wow. So, so I couldn't meet around, so I had to. Amazing. I was on to other acts at that point.
1: Amazing. So what instrument do you
0: start with? And so, so now let's go back to church, check and church. Like, how do you start your sound check
2: at church? Well, luckily, with church at this point, I mean, if it's a new act, it's not, if it's not a place where I'm every week, because the mix is going to be there, especially with the digital consoles, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. The mix is there. Yeah. If it's a new act or if it's something new, right. I'm, of course, have already line-checked. So I pretty much EQ'd stuff in the line check. And I'm going to start, first and foremost, pretty much with making sure, once I've done a line check, I'm probably going to start getting somebody on a microphone, the lead microphone, so that I know where that sits in the room as well, so that I know where I can bring and gain back the whole entire band. Right. Because no one came to see the band. I tell people all the time.
0: You ain't never lie, bro.
2: No one cares about the bass player. Nobody cares about the drummer. Nobody cares no. about the guitarist if you have yep. on. no one. If on the vocals are on top. If the vocals are not there, that's yep. all I care about. They you can, I've set up mixes around a vocal because something has happened or I've restructured that, that, that mix while that singer was singing. As long as those people can hear that act that they paid their money for, Amazing. Everything will be fine if they hear all Amazing. bad and no vocal. Yeah, you might as well jump in the guillotine yourself and lower down that blade because you are dead in the water. It's going to be a problem. You're going to get in back. Right. They may stop. They may stop. Right. You know, now they know your name. They don't know who you are until until you mess up. That's you know, <laughs> <Exactly. for> truth. <laughs> now they know. Now they know your name, social security number, yep. your mother's maiden name, yep. and everything else, and your address. Now they're on your way. And your pin number to your to yeah. cards, okay? They know all that now. Um, and it, it, but if you do a great job, you are like, "Yeah, nobody gets no, you know, you don't get any thank you." That's a whole another show. Yeah. And so, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. but I mean, that's why that's why I named my company Invisible Me- Media. Oh, I <laughs> exactly. love
2: it! I love it! Yeah, I love it. So literally, yeah. that's where I'm going to start. I'm going to make sure that vocal mic is, is is popping. And after we, you know, then I'm going to set up the, the band around that. If I can get somebody to sing. That's great. If not, I'm, I'm going to the band next. Drums, of course, starting with kick going on. Mm-hmm. Out. But have the drummer play. I will not, once I do a line check, I just want the drummer to play. And I'm going to set up the mix while the drummer's playing. I want the drummer to play first. Play. And I'm going to set that mix up around what he's doing. Bass player, if, if I can get the drummer to still continue playing, I want the bass player to play. I don't want to stop the drummer and then get the bass player. I want them to play together.
0: Yeah. Cause that, that, that bass and the kick drum, man, cause I, I learned that the hard way EQ and bass and kick and like where you want it to sit the course the separation with how the batter hits. And you know, the guy may have a four string, the next two may have a five string and like, you gotta, you gotta
2: make that thing swing. Five string is nothing but mush at certain points. That low B, yeah. that low B. That B. Yeah. Like nothing but mush. And I, 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 me personally, I had this discussion with uh, Sylvester, my man, um, you know, we work at a guy, together. he's the head audio engineer now, so I'm working for my mentee. <laughs> it's great, though, because I'm like, handle that. I'll be here mixing. <laughs> Go deal with the politics. I'll be here mixing. <laughs> you know? Um And we were talking about whether we, he likes to put the bass in the subs. Now, yeah. I gauge that per room. Hmm, interesting. I don't like the, why well, put the, now the bass and the kicker sitting in that same area that's going to be mush, especially when that person goes to E or the lower B. Mm-hmm. And what happens is wow. it doesn't okay. it doesn't translate as anything to me, depending upon the room. Mm-hmm. I'm in a coliseum, that's different, because now i got to shake the room. But in, even as big as Agape is, I probably am not going to put the bass in the subs, because I, I need it to sing. I need to hear the notes, even on the lower ones. Now, if he plays a four string, that's even better. But even if it's a five or a six, I need that out of the subs, because this is going to become mush. And it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna mess with my ears.
0: So you, do, um, you put a little bit in there, or like nothing?
2: Uh depends on the room. Depends on the room. Okay, I got you. Depends on the room. And Agape, I, I get a little bit, but it gets so loud in there that, quite honestly, right. it only adds to the actual confusion in the frequencies. So it becomes more. Um, it, it just becomes very dirt, dirty, dirty mm-hmm. money to me. Mm-hmm. very muddy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why I do it? I, d- if I keep it just in in the in the in the in the box, right. the then what's going to happen is I'm going to hear the notes. Kick is mm-hmm. a certain, is one note, right? And 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 it, it's supposed to be G, right? Hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Like that's what people used to do, and I still do it to a certain degree. Um, is G, but that's when we use 18-inch, not 22s, right? And what happens is you're gonna hit that note with that bass at some point, turn some song, and it's just right. gonna be really muddy. Especially mm. if it has to stay there and it, and it right. becomes mm. a standing tone, and it's gonna, it's just gonna stay there, and it bothers me. And it's cleaner if it's just in the boxes to me, and not, not the subs. Mm. So then I'm a, then I'm a, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna tell the guitar player I'm on a microphone. I want a mic at the, at the front of the house with me all the time. It's active guitar, join in. And, and I prefer it to be a song that I don't know. It's just a group, Just groove on something. Right. That's good. And I just built keys and everything else after that. Then we'll do a song with all the vocals that we know. Oh, that's dope. Oh, good, that's dope.
0: That is dope. Man, we could talk all day, brother. <laughs> we nice, could talk all. We could talk all day. So we're going to save... You're definitely... You're gonna like be yeah, a. You gotta a, come back. Bro. You're gonna be a real reoccur- a reoccurring, yeah. <laughs> a reoccurring guest. I'm, I'm fine with that. I enjoy a, re- it a reoccurring guest.
1: Yeah, for sure. You're like,
0: guess who's gonna be on today?
1: He's like, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, we the don't. En- you know
0: the engineer's engineer. <laughs> the engineer's engineer, <laughs> brother. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your talent, oh, your man. ability, your skill, and your and most most important, your heart, man. Yeah, I Thank really. You. I really, I really appreciate that. It's good to speak yeah. to engineers because I come from a musical background as well. So it's really good to hear engineers, because I everything you're saying is things I say to Caleb
1: all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because I'm a DJ. Like you. you
1: know what I'm saying? So I didn't come from all that. You know what I'm saying? So right. but, but yeah, man, it's um it's amazing.
0: So before we get out of here, we do this thing called 30 seconds and gone. These are rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna throw them at you. Are you ready, my brother?
2: That's why I took a sip real quick water. <laughs> it, it is water, people of the kingdom, though. You're like, all right? I'm think, I took a sip and is and like, what do you sip on? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Destiny's Child, no, no. Mr. Destiny's Child. <laughs> All all them tours Mr. you've been doing. Exactly. If you get all I, about
1: the I, other Mr. stuff. Mister
0: Super
2: Cotton Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I, I, I listened to that to that podcast with Lauren where he said I wasn't always he's an angel on tour, but you yeah. know. <laughs> I listened.
0: What's <Yes>, <laughs> the number one favorite kick drum mic?
2: Um, beta fifty two.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Wow. Snare okay. drum,
0: do you do? Do you mic like the top and the bottom or just the top?
2: I prefer just the top. I think you get too much in the bottom, like for no reason. Like snares, if it's a good snare, it's going to give you that, that you snare. Like, you got to get more of that snare in the bottom. Like, ah. and it's one more channel taken up for what?
0: Flintstones or the Jetsons? Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite go to EQ?
2: Favorite go to EQ? Yeah. Like plug in or
0: plug in? Anything. It could be plug, it could be anything. Clark Technique. Clark Technique? Okay. Top three consoles you prefer to mix on? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm
2: on PM4000. Okay. First and foremost, that was on my rider for years. Wow. It's just it's just it's just the most solid. I mean, faders. It's big. It's huge. It takes four people to pick it up. But the PM four thousand, five thousand, any of the PMs like three. They just what a solid piece of workmanship. Um, I just didn't
0: like the channel, man. The channel thing
2: would drive me crazy. Well, all the buttons in the channel. In the, yeah. In the bed, in the bed. yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Well, that's. I mean, why? Once once this press is good, but yeah, those faders, and like I mean they were like, accurate. They, yeah, oh God, and and just so I mean, just accurate and smooth, and you could almost bump it, and and it wouldn't it move, move. Really wanted right. to move. Yeah, like it wasn't too hard, it wasn't too soft. That is great. Yeah, um, clean console. Oh yeah, second would be Midas, like a, mm-hmm. a, a Heritage.
0: Okay, it's like the Heritage.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I love,
0: Heritage. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm a, I'm a Midas fan. Third
0: is the Mackie. The Mackie with the with the 32s? With thirty twos, with the original thirty two by eights.
2: That's right here in front of me.
0: Wow, you got a oh. thirty two by eight. Wow.
2: Right here in front of me. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. Um, because the EQs on there are really really good. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And That's and- amazing. Right. Like I'm not one of them dudes goes, yo, I needed it. Nah. I right now I went from my favorite digital to well, my favorite analog to to well the Midas. They're all analog. I like the pro 2, because I we bought those for Agape before I before I left. And I really enjoyed them because the EQs on those are incredible.
0: And the Pre's are crazy. The I pre's, love the Pre's. The, I thing.
2: mean, you know, listen, they're Midas yeah. Pre's. that's with, from the heritage, right? Right. That's why I like I always like the pre's on the heritage. But yeah, I, I mean, traveling around with a sound company, um, and I have a small. I still have a small system, but I'm using the Yamaha uh, LS9. Um, that's part of my package. But because I'm a Yamaha fan, as you see, the, started with the Yamaha. That's mm-hmm. number one. So I like the Yamahas, but the Mackie, as far as durability, functionality, ease of use in a, and, yeah. an analog console, and yeah just really giving you what you need, and you can bang yeah. it around. The old ones, not the new yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not the new ones. The you old new ones, class bang one. around. Come on. Come on, I'm sitting here with one. It's, it's Dude, it's, you know. It's just I don't that worry, that
0: everybody way. had a 32 by 8. Everybody wanted a 32 by 8, because then you can send up, you have your D88s so on your eight-ats. Yep. And that was the big thing, man. That I, was I had a, a big 24 by thing. four.
2: I had a 24 by four that I sold to a church and I'm still kicking myself. Not that I needed, it, but you know. But it was my right. first console I ever bought. Uh, was wow. When I bought my first studio, I bought a 24 by four. And wow. I used, then I started using it outside, but yeah. Mac. Wow, wow. Last
0: question, finish the sentence. I hate when musicians do. Do? <laughs> I hate, I hate when musicians <laughs> blank, uh, I hate okay. when musicians blank.
2: I hate when musicians tell me that I don't understand what they're going through. Wow. Cause they'll tell me in a minute when I come up to talk to them about levels, monitoring that things I'm asking them to do to make the experience for the people who once again paid the admission price. Right. And in sound check, and they, I need more, I need more, oh, I need man. more, I need man. more, oh. more, bring in more, more, can I have another monitor? I need more. <laughs> I'm like, okay, um, oh, this is man. what I need. Now, I'm, I'm nice when I initially go up, but I have no problem being the bad guy. I keep telling y'all that. It's not because you you needing more is going to put me in a bad situation. They just made loud, and I'm not able to deliver what I what they yeah, want yeah. me to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what I need you to do is understand, I'm going to speak to you in music in engineering language first, and then if necessary, I'm going to speak musician language. But I'm going to mix the two initially so that you understand. I know what I'm talking about. If you do not know me, because everybody doesn't know me, that's fine. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. But I'm going to come with joy and happiness. Until you start telling me, well, you don't understand, because, <laughs> well, my my fine friend, I actually do understand because now I got to go in my pocket and start pulling out my degrees. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I hate to do that on you because most of you cats do not have the degrees that I have. Exactly.
1: Okay,
2: I so my degrees tell me or uh, will tell you that I understand what I'm talking about and I understand what you're talking. about. Okay, and I probably understand what you're talking about more because I was that first. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I was a musician first and still am a musician. But I'm trying to make you understand that the people that are listening, if that stage is louder than these boxes flown up in the air or on the floor or whatever, that does not help the experience of these people just so that you can be totally satisfied with right. what you're doing and hear yourself more than anything else in the whole room which is selfish. It's selfish and it does not make for a good experience. And that's what I try to create is the experience for the people. That's why when I train people for houses of worship, I say, if you've come here to do this job and you expect to be in the service and worship, you can leave right now because this course that I'm about to teach you is not going to allow you to be in the service. You may want to skip services on second and fourth Sundays and just be in the pews and then work first and third. Right. right. Because you need to be paying attention, okay? So I understand, but musicians, I hate when they try to tell me that. Wow, amazing, amazing.
0: amazing. amazing. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, the engineer's engineer, Frank Brown Jr. Thank you for your time, sir.
2: Oh um, man! Thank you, thank you, guys. We're, yeah.
0: we're definitely going to be you. revisiting. we sometime next month. Yep, it'll be sometime next month. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because I want, I want, I want, I want, w- to w- 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 get into and plus, plus, we're, I just, I spoke, I spoke with Lauren, and we got the okay to do our behind the scenes show. First time visitor at Agape.
1: Yeah.
0: So we're looking forward okay. to a- coming out there with the crew and, and filming you guys. Now I definitely want to come out there one day, one Sunday. Are you Are you guys open yet?
2: Yeah, this this week will be the third Sunday we've been open.
0: Okay, I definitely want to come through. Yeah. I'll let you know when I'm going to come through, and just sitting there and you know, yeah. get a, get away from home church and you know, you know, experience it and soak it in and at the same time, learn some stuff at the same time. So I thank you for your time. Listen, we're going to say, like we always say, keep God first yep. in everything you do. Everything. And we see you next time on the Church Sound yep. Podcast.